welcome to Disco Lady Ada. Hey everybody, it's me, Lady Ada, and it's a Sunday, which means it's time for the desk, the Lady Ada. Yeah, for the historical context, on Friday our president was admitted to the hospital uh, for COVID, and we've been doing electronics and engineering all weekend to take our mind off the roller coaster reality show that we are all living in right now. It's so let's funny. get to engineering. Okay, so um, I actually did do some engineering. I did actually a lot of e-ink work over the weekend still. I'm refactoring our e-ink library. Um, so I can quickly show um, on the overhead, that's where the, the party is at today. Uh, I uh, kept working on this um, 2.9 inch e-ink feather wing. So I've got this little demo where, um, you know, I press the buttons and a grayscale image appears. This is uh, an image of Mr. Lady Ada. And then yeah, it kind of looks, like looks like you. Here's just some squares I was doing to, to test that. You can see there's a little bit of ghosting. Um, you can get rid of it by just like displaying just a blank image for a bit. And this image is Adabot. So um, these pictures are stored on the SD card, which is like kind of tucked back here. Um, but it works pretty well. So I'm going to make just a couple little UI tweaks, but I like this design. I like having a couple buttons and, um, you know, the, the feather plugs in and the feather will work with it. And then you'll be able to use this nice um, large 2.9 inch ink display that has grayscale and, and pretty fast updates too. Like updates in less than a second. So um, it's good on us. Um, next up, uh, over the week, um, I put together a Metro ESP32 S2, and we added a board definition for it. Thanks, Scott, for doing that. Uh, now I'm testing it out. So um, the Metro ESP32 S2 is Metro-shaped, so it kind of works with Arduino Uno-type boards and shields. Uh, it's got USB-C. It's got the ESP32 S2 Rover. So that's a native USB-capable um, ESP32 chip module with um, PS RAM inside of it too. Uh, there's DC power in, so you can like power it with like a nine to 12 volts. Um, I've got a STEM QT connector here and I've even got it uh, wired up to OLED. It's running CircuitPython. I have to also test this board out with Arduino. Uh, this is the reset button, which I'm not gonna press. Um, DFU, so if you ever need to get into the ROM bootloader, like there's the UF2 bootloader for it, but sometimes you want to like, you know, get it into like, ROM bootloader serial mode, um, when you press this button and then reset, it'll uh, launch into, um, it creates basically a USB serial connection that acts like what ESP32 tool expects. So it's kind of nice. You don't need like a special DFU tool. Um, there's power supply here and then on off switch and SPI and a couple indicator LEDs to let you know what's going on. So, um, you know, testing this out with a shield, it works with Arduino shields. This is an old shield I designed a long time ago, NeoPixel shield. It's nice and bright. Maybe I'll make it a little bit dimmer. And you can see it's doing a good job uh, blinking the NeoPixel, which is great. Always had a couple issues with the um, ESP32, not S2, um, doing NeoPixel stuff, but looks like we, we figured that out for this board at least. And um, one of the things I added to it is um, uh, lipo battery support. So I've got like a lipo battery here um, and it's plugged into um, the bottom here and it recharges through the USB and so you can take your project portable. Now it's not like the, you know, this is obviously not a low power design, um, but I actually did measure when the ESP32 S2 is in reset, uh, the only quiescent current is from the NeoPixel, which is one milliamp. So, 
you know, you can do, maybe I'll add a jumper so people can cut the onboard NeoPixel if you want like true ultra low power mode. Um, unfortunately, there were not enough extra pins available um, to have the NeoPixel on a um, control pin. Like sometimes I like to do that where like the NeoPixel pin is a GPIO so you can like truly power down a NeoPixel because they draw one milliamp quiescent. But anyways, so, um, you know, battery power for um, on the go with built-in charging and a little stomach QT connector for quick sensors and OLEDs. Okay, a couple things. People really like the ESP32 S2. Good. Um, You'll love this then. Yeah. And Greg says, glad we're still supporting Arduino as well as CircuitPython. Here's something I'll say. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of um, lack of credit and I think it's one of the problems in the Arduino world for um, library contributors. And so we're still the top contributor. We will always do cool stuff with Arduino. We love being the top contributor. Yeah. Um, there is no uh, way to know who's contributing. Um, it's really hard to find out this information. Um, but through the syndication of some of the way the data works, um, there is like, a, what is it, ArduinoLibraries.org? Yeah, ArduinoLibraries.org, which is like, you know, it just takes the RSS feed and it, um, yeah. so, it prints it out. So, you. you know, one of the things when we started doing CircuitPython is like, let's keep track of the libraries, let's celebrate the contributors, and then let's, um, if you don't measure something, you know, you can't improve it. Um, so, you know, if you look, if you search on our blog, you could see a couple Arduino days ago, we had asked for um, visibility into the stats because how do we know if people are using our libraries? So they did a slide once, and we got a screenshot. And our most of the popular libraries are from Adafruit, so we're going to keep doing it. It's just really hard to know. Um, you know, it's open source, um, so you'd think it would be an easier way, but there's no way to know um, what's being used. And also, the Arduino libraries, you know, they don't pull from your repos; they get uploaded to once you once you put in an Arduino library, it goes to Arduino. And then they distribute it, so you do, they have the stats. So, anyways, um, that's a long story. Um, so, uh, one thing, uh, Lady Ada, can you look in the camera and do a shout out to Emily? Hey, um, Emily. Yeah, uh, someone's daughter. You are their inspiration. So, Emily is the, the Emily, 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 Emily. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Yellow May. Right. Yeah. Backwards. What? Um, okay. So what's next? Okay, so it's ESP32 S2 Metro, and um, other than one mistake I made, um, I, we didn't realize that the pin 13 LED was input only. We're gonna switch that to an output pin. It's actually pretty much ready to go. So I think I actually might just like order it next week, and it's beta, and we'll fab it, and we might make it like without the headers attached so you can get it into the store pretty fast without having to do selective, um, and let people try it out. And all I have to do is uh, test it on Arduino and make a board definition. The board definition is CircuitPython. Like I said, it's good to go. And I tested, all I have to test SPI left. I tested like all the GPIO, I squared C. Um, and then we're doing stuff like I think we added analog in this week. So maybe I'll try that out. But um, so far I'm pretty psyched. So we're going to do a bunch of ESP32 S2 stuff soon. Okay. Okay, we have a request. Yeah. Um, someone would like to know or see more about the LTC43 um 11. 11 active terminator can it go further than 100 feet that was from a previous so you it, like i there's no promise right of like how many feet because it depends on the cable capacitance so we i hooked it up to a 100 foot ethernet cable and i got it also promises have been canceled for the month of october yeah there's no promises it really does depend on your cabling and so we don't pro i'll just say like here's what i tried and it worked 
Um, 100 feet is, is far. I think you can do that. Um, you can, of course, go farther, but you do have to start slowing down the clock speed. Like, you're not going to be able to get maybe 400 kilohertz. You might have to go into 100 or even 10 kilohertz. Um, you also definitely, when you are getting to the extremes, um, you want to use an oscilloscope and look at the signals and clean them up. But it's not, um, there's no, like, length promise, if that makes sense, because it depends on, it's a capacitance promise, not a cable length problem, uh, promise. So it depends on the capacity of your cable. So you want lower capacitance cables at the frequency we're talking about. Okay. Okay, wait. Let's just get one more before we keep moving. Um, I can answer this one. Any plans to make a low-power ESP32 S2 feather? Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I want to get the Metro it's, it's going not, first. Yeah, it's The not, Metro, because uh, it has everything. It has the bat. I want it to, like, fact, it, it's a test bed. Here's the thing. When you all see Lady Ada making a Metro with something on it, that means we're going to have whatever that chip is on everything. This is just the first. Yeah, I liked, you know, we did that with the SAMD51, like we did the Metro first. Um, the only thing we didn't do first was like the NRF52840. I did actually design a Metro, but we didn't release it, although I may eventually release it because it probably would be pretty cool. But I think it's just so handy to have, you know, such a large shape and you can like plug in with Arduinos and it's easy to breadboard and it has like, yeah. it's not space constrained which is the topic of our great search, is, is once you have space constrained, things get a little bit more complicated. But I like that we can have so much, like every pin is exposed and like all this capability so that I can work on the software and test bed. Because as I'm using this, it's like, eh, there's a couple bugs that do pop up, right? And I want to make sure those are replicatable. Yeah. So having um, like a broad hardware dev Platform is really handy. Shout out to Miguel from Columbia and also Jesse says, heck yeah, great news. Excited to try out CircuitPython and ESP32 World S2. We think it's going to make it a lot easier. Yeah, it's going to be The easiest way to do IoT um, on this powerful, awesome chip is coming soon. Okay. So next up, oh, sorry. I actually had another thing on the overhead to, to right. look at. We don't get charged for use. <laughs> it's not overhead as a service yet. Not yet. Okay, so next up, actually, this we, doesn't we have. We're talking cutie pie. We're gonna talk about cutie pie. Okay, since we're talking cutie pie, you want to show off this cool logo you made? It's cutie pie. Because um, I try to make these videos like twenty minutes, ten minutes on like engineering, yeah, sure. and then twenty minutes on. So, 10 minutes on the cutie pie is part of STEM. We call it STEM QT cutie pie, and uh, it's in the store right now. We're not gonna have a ton. We have a limited We did make a bunch. Adafruit.com slash cutie pie. You should probably get it. It's like six bucks right now. The price is going to go up later. It will. Um, so anyways, what are you doing? Introductory price. Okay. So you get the cutie pie here. And um, it's tiny, right? It's like super small. Maybe you can even light this up because it's so small. Oh, do you mind me sneaking in a question? Go, 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 question. Okay. Um, does the ESP32ST Metro have a charging circuit for the LiPo as well? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, look, that came out beautiful. Okay. So this is nice. the cutie pie. Yeah, I, like I figured out some. I'm getting better. Um, so uh, the cutie pie, uh, we talked last week about the flash that goes on the bottom. So that's the flash chip that is an optional flash chip that goes on the bottom. But um, one another component that I had to get special is this little shot key diode. Um, I do like shot key diodes. I don't like spelling them, but uh, that's the hardest part of using them. Um, Chalky diodes are really handy for power circuits and uh, for um, the cutie pie because I wanted to make it seed shout compatible I wanted to have the power circuitry work the same way and they have a Chalky diode on the power supply 
So it's like, oh, I should get one too, um, but I didn't have exactly the right one. And so I had to go search for one. And so today when we were walking around thinking about um, the end of civilization and also what we should do for the great search, I said, hey, let's do the, this shocky diode that I had to find for the uh, cutie pie. All right, is it time for great search? And it's time for the great search. Where in the world is that part that I need, the great search with DigiKey? All right, Lady Ada. Okay. Let's do it. So, okay, let's go back to the overhead so I can point out this little thing. Um, so we're looking for a little shocky diode, and we need one that's very small, and we need one that carries a lot of current. Um, and we need that because we want to allow people to use batteries with the Cutie Pie by having their, a diode on their power supply, and so we don't get uh, power voltage collisions. So let's go to the computer. And we'll start looking at what we're trying to do. So this is the Trinket M0. And the Trinket M0 has two power inputs. It has a battery input, VBAT, and it has the USB input, which I call bus, like bus voltage. Um, and you see there's two Schottky diodes here. Um, the part number isn't specified because it's kind of like a generic Schottky. And then whichever one of these is higher goes into um, this regulator, which can supply 500 milliamps. Um, and uh, then that'll give you your three volts. And so this is a um, very simple ore power selector. Inexpensive, simple, hot swap, you know, yeah, you can get more complicated, but for, for simplicity and cost, um, not a lot beats this. When we went to design the Cutie Pie, um, as I mentioned, we, let me turn off some unused layers here to clean this up. Um, Um, we have a 5-volt pin, ground pin, and 3-volt. We don't have a battery input pin. Instead, um, what's kind of interesting is you see this bus voltage. This is the 5-volt coming from USB. It goes through this shot key diode and into this 5-volt pin, which is a 5-volt output. But you could also use this pin as an input if you connect a shot key diode pointing into it from another power supply. So for people who are like, I really want to use, oh, it's funny because the pins are green. It came out as a green screen. That's funny. Did green screen get somehow activated on this? Well, there's a green screen on me. No, it's just funny. Like on the, the schematic, this is green and it blacked out. It's kind of cool. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. I'll try to fix this. I don't know why. It's I don't care. I, I think it's funny. Yeah, sometimes it does this. I don't know why it did. And I'm gonna try to fix this. Okay. I don't know. This is okay. There you go. Yeah. Okay, great. All right. Um, the wonders of this is like when the weatherman disappears, the yeah. weather person disappears on TV, and every, like it's funny. Like the person wears like a green piece yeah, of clothing. Yeah. Um, okay. okay, I fix it. Anyways, um, so we do have one shocky diode because this one's required to make sure that. Um, we don't backfeed into USB, and then if you put another diode into this from an external power supply, um, you can then have that diode oaring. It's just that we only put one diode, one shocky diode on the PCB. Now, this PCB is very small. It's so small, I had to use 0402 components. This is an 0402 resistor. I mean, they're, they're not that small. Believe me, they can get smaller. You can get 0201s, and then, like, the ridiculously... Um, a one zero zero fives, 
but they are small and I didn't have space for my standard Schottky diode, which is, let me again hide some layers here. Oops. This is my standard Schottky diode, which is an MBR 054, 120, whatever. And this is SOD 123, so we need something smaller. So what's smaller? Um, so, I looked up SOD diode sizes, and actually saw this pretty cool image, which is very handy. Okay, so this image shows you the different sizes because capacitors and resistors have very nice sizing. Um, 0603 is 6 mil by 3 mil. 0402 is 4 mil by 2 mil. There's also metric sizes, but for the most part, it's like 1206 is going to be like bigger than 0805, and you know it by how much. It's like basically twice as big because each side is 50% larger, right? So um, the numbering for diodes is like the opposite, which always confuses me because the 123 is larger than the 323, which is larger than the 523, which is larger than the 723, which is larger than the 923. So like, yeah, it's like not, it's like the, the bigger the number, the smaller it is. Um, once in a while I do use SMA or SMB diodes, but these are like massive. These are for huge voltages or like huge um, current dissipations. But, um, you know, the SOD 123 size is pretty much what I've used for all my Shockey diodes. I kind of like it. Um, and uh, 323 or 523 is what I usually use for my, um, like, 1N4148s or, or Zener diodes. So smaller, non-high current carrying diodes. But that doesn't mean we can't find one that's that small. Um, so let's go to DigiKey and I will start over. Um, so one exciting thing is as I was doing this, uh, DigiKey updated their website. So the interface is a little bit different, but it's um, similar enough. I believe the engineers at DigiKey are updating their website and every issue. Sunday they know we're doing Desk of Lady Ada and they're like watching right now and they're like, let's see if she notices. We've secretly replaced Lady Ada's Folgers with the, new with the DigiKey button. site. Let's yeah, see I, I, and this is why I'm actually very happy that I always do the search before our show because I would have gotten a little confused. Um, so you want to search for Shockey Diode. And the toughest part is spelling it. Don't put an E. You want to put an E? You don't. You want two T's and a CH. It's a guy. It's a guy who's named Shockey. Okay, so... Um, as usual, you want to go to diode rectifier single. Single, we want like one individual diode, um, and I'm going to pick my standard things. So this was for manufacturing. Uh, it's not like a one-off sample or anything. So I definitely want to be active, and I want tape and wheel. I just want like a huge. I want to be able to buy like a whole wheel of them, and that'll cut out all the like little components. Now. Here's something that I noticed, which is new. So when you select cut tape, did you tape a reel? This stays, you, you still get all those three options. They're now kind of like combined in one. So don't be weirded out by that. I was a little weirded out, but it's okay. Okay, next up, um, I definitely only want surface mount. 
because I don't have to pick and place it. And the average uh, current. Now, the regulator for the, T, uh, the Cutie Pie is a 500 milliamp regulator. But USB can pretty much provide like one amp. I know like people are going to tell me, they're like, hey, you know, like the specification for USB is 500 milliamps. I know. But you can really pull an amp out of USB, no problem. Like nobody cares. Um, people got over this like requesting current thing. Like it never, no, never, nobody paid attention to it. It didn't work out. So I want to make sure that I can pull one amp through this Shotkey diode. Um, but I'll also select up to two amps. You know, just drag and select because I want to, um, you know, sometimes you can get diodes that are usually, you know, you're not going to get high current small diodes, but there's like an on the off chance that there is one that's very popular. I'll just go, I like to always go double. Okay, cool. So now we're down to like 2000. Um, so the next thing I want to do is uh, look at the package case. So like, remember... I don't want SOD 123. I definitely don't want the SMX series. I want like a 323 or 523. Um, I don't really need the 723, you know. I think it's going to be tougher to get currents through that. So let's get the 323 or 523. So I scroll down and then you see there's like the 123s. Um, hold on. Did I make a mistake here? Oh, no. So, no? Uh-oh go oh there it is they're over here so sod 323 and 523 i'll admit sometimes i i don't know why things appear in the supplier device packages and not in the packages case i think because there's like multiple codes for these but anyways this is fine because i want i just want these and you'll notice like now i'm i really pretty much have almost nothing left only 68 showed up um, next up, I can pick, uh, the DC voltage. Um, I actually like to have, you know, a hundred is kind of ridiculous, but I definitely want more than 10. Um, even though technically my, um, uh, my diode doesn't, will, will not ever get more than like five or six volts across it. I still like to have like 20 to 40. And I've noticed that usually you get um, smaller uh, forward drops when you have a higher voltage or like less reverse current leakage. Although I'll say that um, you can't search by those values. You have to look at the data sheet. Okay. Uh, next up, I definitely want stuff that is normally stocking. And there's this new thing where you can get marketplace items. So these are like kind of like third-party vendors. Like they're, they're trusted vendors, but they have um, stock to get rid of. It's just, the electronics second, secondary market is kind of massive. Um, you know, companies end up buying like, you know, they, they think like the Zune is going to be the most popular thing. They buy enough parts to make a million Zunes. And then they're like, oh, shoot, turns out like you don't need a million Zunes. They have all these new components. They have to get rid of them. Um, so there's a secondary market. However, in this case, I'm going to um, remove those just to be simple. And then, yeah, so this is the new thing. You don't have the three individual components in like tape reel, cut tape, and digi-reel. There's actually only one. So this is like a new update to the site, um, which is interesting. So 
Um, remember I'd say like, oh, you know, you can get rid of like the duplicates because it appears three times once for each uh, format. That's no longer true. Um, and then, you know, one of my favorite things is I like to uh, sort by stock going down. Uh, so that's pretty handy to see um, available and also price going up. Another thing that's a little um, different, I'm going to ask DigiKey if they can, oh, here it is. Yeah, you can put in, because now you can't just search for like the price per reel, which is what I usually would do because it would kind of tell me like the quantity price. Instead, you have to enter in um, like what quantity you want to do the calculation at because of course, if you're buying one diode, the price is going to be totally different than if, you know, on cut tape, that's different than if you're buying a reel, you, the price can be like a 50th. So... Okay, so I put in 5,000 and I hit return. So now um, when I search by price, you see here it says these are four cents per, and these are pretty cool. Um, looks like there's two versions of these. There's both 20 volts, one amp. I guess, you know what? I'm gonna try this compare button. I have absolutely no idea what's gonna happen. So this could, this could, this could well, be we're not watching the news right now, so whatever's going to happen is not worse than watching the news right now. Okay. Trust, I'm trust me on this. Okay. <laughs> so here, I've never, I've never used this before. This is a new thing. So you can compare it. So this one has more stock. They're both the same package. They look pretty similar. I wonder what the difference is. One might have slightly different leakage current. Anyways, I like this one because there's... Um, 35,000 of them and uh, that always makes me happy because it means it's a popular part and then the product page is also changed today um, you can type in like it's kind of interesting like you as you type in what you want it tells you how what format it would ship it in so if I want like 100 It'll say, look, you get it in cut tape, or you can get it in DigiReel. Yeah. And DigiReel, the reason it's seven bucks more is because somebody has to sit there and, like, hand tape it. But if you're buying, like, 10,000, they're like, what we'll do is we'll send you 9,000 tape in reel, and then 1,000 yeah. either on cut tape or DigiReel. So it's like, this is a little bit this is smart. different. Yeah, this is smart. But it's more, it's just more advanced. So then you can add it to your cart, and then the rest of the page is pretty much the same. Like, it's... It's got a little bit of like more of a, yeah. a, a you know, flat design, but the the overall usage is the same. I think this is kind of interesting because it's like the they'll they'll tell you the price. I think people were very confused by the fact that it's like you could get it in tape and really you could get it in cut tape. The pricing is different. And people were like, "How come the price is different?" It's like, well, you don't you know somebody has to sit there and cut it. It's gonna cost yeah, we you do more. with that with some of our quantities yeah. on stuff like NeoPixel reels versus strips and all that yeah so this is just the natural evolution of working with the community and professional engineers and you your site reflects it and this is cool to see it like literally real time like yeah and now i like how you can click it's like update update yeah, update nice. update update um and then you can add to favorites down here which is fun and then yeah this was the part that we picked so you can see the nsr 0320 made it into um this product so i liked it if you know one amp shocky diode works works great very small pick in places very easily and uh it's now featured on the cutie pie so go pick one up and that's a great search this week
right. Okay, cool. Could you go to adafruit.com forward slash QT pie? I did. So They're when, in stock. When you go there, so this means that we have a little bit over 100 left, and it's limited to two per customer, and they're $6 each. Straight up, it's not going to be $6 each for too much longer. We're doing this for the launch. So um, one thing is, two. yeah, my suggestion, one, it feels great to buy stuff online. Like, it feels really good. And you're going to do something fun with it. Yeah, and um, you're supporting a 100% woman-owned, VC-free company. Emily fan. That one day, Emily's either going to work here or compete with us and put us out of business. Both those options are fine. Um, but your orders keep us going. We are in month seven. Uh, we were walking around New York today. You know, we're still hanging in there. We just talked to the city again. And they're really happy that we're not leaving. Uh, yeah. And they want to help us uh, continue. And, you know, a lot of it is, like, the city has some big budget um, deficits that they have to work through. But our customers are supporting us. So I just wanted to, one, say thank you. Two, we're doing discounts like this. Instead of like a code that expires or whatever, we're just doing a discount and then telling everybody about it. So that's that's what's on sale right now for this launch. It's the coolest, smallest, I think one of the more interesting platforms we did. And it just does so much with Stemma. And that's why we call it the Stemma. I think I'm actually going to make a version of it that has the flash in the bottom because so many people have been picking up the flash chips that it like, I was like, oh, maybe one or two people will, but actually like quite, you know, we sold like a hundred of the chips, which makes me think I'm going to make a version that has the flash chip on the bottom. Okay. A um, couple things. People saying I've been ordering from DigiKey for years. Packaging exceptional along with their great customer service. Great DigiKey is my go-to source of parts. Um, Tinker Tech wants to know they got a cutie pie and noticed it did not come with CircuitPython installed. Is that normal? Yeah, I um, I got the board done before we had CircuitPython built for it. And so um, just to, yeah. to keep things going and, and get into the shop, it comes with a Arduino rainbow demo. I mean, I eventually will. You can put... drop the UF too. Just go to circuitpython.org slash downloads and just grab the latest. You want the latest. Thing, I right? think another thing is, is that, you know, when we have... 6.0 stable, that's when I'll do, I'll update the testers. I was just like yeah. in a, such a rush, I wanted to get it done. Tell you another thing, it is a little bit faster when you don't have to program in CircuitPython. It does take a couple seconds. So, um, yeah. So I, might, I don't know, we'll see. Okay, so that's our show for this week. Okay. Thank you so much, everybody, for your support. Remember, adafruit.com forward slash cutie pie gets you a cutie pie right now we run out really fast we ran out three times we ran out three times i, I expedited pcbs before national day to get yeah. uh to get more in the store so um if you want to jump on that do that tonight because uh they'll probably be on tomorrow that is a fact okay everybody thanks so much see you next week thank you bye-bye bye have a great week